Hallelujah. Today, we will be talking about personal transformation. What is transform? Something that has moved from a position to another position. Something that has moved from a position of not uh, a position that at the beginning is not in better position of a better relevance. When you are transformed, you move from one stage to another. When you are transformed, it is a change to perfection, a journey to perfection, a journey of more impact, a journey of you able to do more to affect communities, affect society, affect generations, and incoming generation. So transformation is very, very key. Transformation is important. Transformation is relevant. Every child of God, we are expected to move from one stage to another, from one level to another. Being stagnant in a position ought not to be. It is not the will of God. In the book of Proverbs chapter 4, I think verse 18, it says, The path of the just, the light shine, and keep shining unto the perfect day. And it is a jolly of life that we must need to understand. So transformation is something that happened to one that make one to benefit, equipped, empowered, induced. So transformation is key to living. So God power is in God principle. God power of transformation is in God principle. What is principle? Principle is rule. Principle is what? Rule. Rules are instructions. Rules are instructions. Instructions are guidelines that lead to fulfillment. Instructions are guidelines that lead to expectations, realization. So, when we talked about the God power which it works on transforming anyone is embedded in God's principle. Is embedded in God's principle. Reasons God has spoken your life does not consist on your intelligence or how much or what you can eat or gather. It is all anchored on the word of God. The man shall not live by bread, but by every word that proceeds out of God's man. So, one of the problems we are having in this world out of Nigeria or Africa is a problem of, uh, of uh, not putting principle onto work. The leadership problem is not putting principle not to work. So, and it affects in every strata of life. Every strata of life. 
So now, how does this principle work? It works in this way. The first law of success, first law of success, which you want to embark upon, because transformation means move from glory to glory, from victory unto victory, from faith unto faith, from one level to the next level. Now, it must be first law of success of transformation is first within and then without. Quote, first within and then without. First within and then without. I will explain that terminology used at point of like this to explain to you. You see, Jesus, while teaching at the time, told the Jews that you are concentrating on the outward appearance. It is not what you eat or from the outside that defied you. It is what you eat. It is what you you bring into your mind or bring out of your mind that defies you. So what defies it is when your thought, your heart, your mind is in out of tune with God principle, with God word, with God truth, with God righteousness. Therefore, these are the defiling. When God says, that shall not commit immorality, can I use the word immorality, so that I will not be saying too many adultery, fornication, uh, and, uh, immorality. Now, that is God's word. Now, you inclining your word, heart to it, it firstly transforms inside you to manifest outside. So first within, before outside or first without. Now, if that's why in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 22 to 24, it says, Keep the heart, keep the heart with all due diligence. Diligence in this context that involves your effort. Diligence in the context involves what? Your effort is necessary. Your commitment, your ability. So faith without action. You know, many people have lived erroneous life. I was one like that. And thank God you are privileged that you are on the right course. Your life, you must be responsible for everything you do. You don't blame God. God is not responsible. If you make an error, Prepare to live with the consequence of that word, error. So, in view of that, you must ensure that you don't deploy any of your resources to error. Because error will give you something negative. So, that is why the scripture encourages a study to show yourself what? Approved. So that you will rightly apply all necessity to ensure that you are in conformity. So success it means to achieve, to achieve what is your goal. Goals are visions. What is your goal? So goals are dreams. Goals are set targets. These are the things you must need to understand. Let's see something from the scripture, the book of Luke, chapter twelve. Verse 16, somebody should read. 
to guide us. Verse 16. Luke chapter 12, verse 16. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he taught to me himself, saying, What shall I do? Because I have no Luke 12, verse 16. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, this is a man that have a target. And then he was making headway progress. In view of this, he was setting up a human target. But that will not give you the success that God actually is talking here all about. The success that God is talking about, you must align yourself. Remember, I just said from the beginning, life is about principle. And so you must align yourself to the principle of God, which you have aligned. And that will bring us to another scripture to understand what that marriage of point here being raised. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Yes. We know that in all things, God works for good. You see, yeah, it is certain all things, all things, how many? All things. Now, work for who? For good, for who? For those that love God. Now, they love God. What makes them to be termed lover of God? If you say you love somebody, you believe in that person. You take to that person tenet of actions and even behavioral sometimes. In fact, you want to adopt that person's nature. So anyone that loves God, God makes things to work for good for them. So you see the rich man have no love for God that you tend to read them. But he prospered, said the goal. He was making it. But we need to feed the ultimate goal of life. That is the question. But for you to fulfill the ultimate goal of life, which you must now adopt emotionally, deliberately, aggressively, or zealously, the principle of God. Therefore, things will not work for your good because the power of God of God for transformation is embedded in God's word. The power of God to transform you, me, eh? where is he embedded? In the word of God. So if you not align your mind to it, therefore, you will definitely uh, have it. So, as I said, first law, start within and then without. So, you must control things inside. If you must have what, then the sources. There are things that God put on above your control. For example, you can control the rain, you can control the winds, but you can control how it will not affect you. You understand? Know, you can control the sun, but you can control how it will not hurt you. 
So God expects you to learn to understand something. So sources start, transformation start from where? From within. How does it start within? So we look at the scripture to tell it to understand. Let's see Proverbs 27, verse 9. Proverbs 27, verse 9. Okay. I want to get the perfume and fragrance. Mm -hmm. Okay, perfume and fragrance oils make you feel happier. But troubles shatters your peace of mind. Now, when you see, I think it's very clear. When you put perfume, everybody will admire it because it smells well. Is it not true? Attracted. But when inside is not in order, will you be able to put things together? Yeah. Eh? Yeah. So, now, what is the message? Inside need to be what? Work upon. So even if you do not have much perfume, but you have the peace, you are in charge within yourself, you are what? In order in life. So, you start your journey of transformation, of ensuring you take hold of what goes on in and out inside you. Hello? You are either conquered or defeated. If a message, you see boxers about to box, have you watched them sometime before? If you do, you see one with threatening. When he threatened, he's always sending message to the person inside. So if that person receives it in different way, he will submit and therefore he will be able to beat. Okay. Okay, let me paraphrase it. You see, Goliath and, um, and David met. And before they met, Goliath was threatening, no one was daring to meet because they were receiving the message of Goliath that Goliath will kill them and finish them. So nobody was able from, from because the side is already defeated, conquered. So they cannot able to make any impact. So when David appeared, David refused to accept what Goliath is saying. Rather, he believed what he has received that he can deal decisively with Goliath. So you can see different perception. Despite that he was younger, despite that he had never had an experience, but he had the confidence he can work as smart this man and bring him down. Whereas those who are betrayed, experienced and equipped, eh, felt we were not able to meet this man. So you can see within first, before outside. Lion is seen to be the king of all animals. On real content, lion will be difficult to kill some animals. But lion always sent fear, eh, which 
paralyze the other animal before he passed on there. So he's always bold. He threatened, you understand? So if he threat if he within, it's already they have already so success start within. Transformation start what? Within. Your progress start what? Within. Your journey of life start what? Within. Within, yeah. So if that is we are not talking about transformation, personal what? Transformation. That we, we are raw. If you must need to become refined, you start your transformation. And we are saying, establishing, that your transformation is in God's word. So the power of God to do that is in what? In God's word. Let's see Proverbs 23, verse 7. Is he eat and drink, said he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. So he said, As he thinketh, so he is. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Seven. Okay, can you read verse 17? See, is any verse 17 there? Let not thy heart every sinners, but be thou. In the fear of the Lord, all the days long. Okay. Now he said, as a man think, so he what? So he what? He is. He, he is. He is. Uh, as where what make you? Is it God that place you where you are? No. Uh? No. Say as a man think, so what? He is. Are we understanding, people of God? We are here to learn to make our life better. I'm not here to make a, ah, receive miracle. You will receive. But once you have received this understanding of that, miracle will become what? Easier. Now, he said, he said, what matter in life is that what you think is what you are. How did the children of Israel, let me give you this, those who God called from the land of bondage, Egypt, be taken to where? The promised land, as we are in the journey of life. Are you listening to me? Yes. They were on their own journey of life at their own age, time, generation. But they get to a point. They made a certain statement. What was the statement? They, they said, they cannot. they cannot. Are you listening to me? That they cannot. Is it God that says so? God have told them that I'm taking you to where? A promised land. A land flowing with me and honey. And they have been set on the journey. And they have seen some signs of wonder of God's intervention. But this time, they will have to do something by themselves. Only waiting for God backing. Now they saw it. We cannot do this one. Forget about what God says. This one, that one, that one. This is a practical. You can see them. They are giant. Palm. A person be like palm tree. If you just step on your leg, you don't finish now. Come on, shoot. We are like grasshopper. Eh? We like normal human being are compared to grasshopper. You know grasshopper. So this is how they wreck themselves. That we are not able. Then don't don't let anybody deceive you. Cannot. He cannot. He can make it. So were they able to make it? Huh? 
They were not able to make it. Why? Because of what they think. So the way man think, so he is. For most time, most of us here might have seen opportunity in the business. You will not say, you saw it. You heard about it. Is it the way? Hello? Is it the way? But they not call million and billion. Eh? Million and what? Billion. And maybe in your pocket, home and abroad, now only two to three thousand, then you get. Eh? So they are talking about contract of what? Millions and billion. What we, most of all we do, we turn our eyes, I guess you see, it's not meant for me. It's not meant for me. Isn't that what some many of us will do? You know, I'm teaching you first with it, then first without. Now, that life, success, and victory, your transformation starts within. Why, someone, maybe in the gathering, you hear someone say, I don't have a dime. And they, I took up a contract, which they offered to me in 200 million. Do you know what? I collected the contract. They paid me more than 20 million and I executed the whole project without any other thing. And I finished it up and they paid me the balance. Today I'm a rich man. You will not be praying, God, when will my miracle come? When your miracle has come, are you miss you? <laughs> you do not take advantage of it. You are expecting, do you know our understanding? You are expecting God to say, I am, I am God. I'm calling you, Sister Rashida. Today I'm awarding to you contract of two billion naira. Now you take it and save money. And then you say, Yeah, God have answered my prayer. It is not so. God does not answer in that understanding. So you have to train yourself to believe in God so that all things will work for you for good. To take advantage verily. You see, if you don't build up yourself. So now if a way a man think, so he is. Will you not think low? Think war? Think failure? Think rejection? Think confusion? Eh? It cannot be possible. Think impossibility. Eh? Now, this is one of the things you must need to know. Let's see Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. What did he say? Keep, where is your heart? Is it outside? Yes, so what, how will you keep your heart? Is anybody still it? Because we need to understand it. Sometimes we will begin to... Is anybody taking your heart? Eh? Is it possible for anybody to come, go there and take the heart? Eh? <laughs> Even if a man or a woman stole your heart in terms of love, eh? did he go there and pick it? Eh? It is you that express it. You know what I mean? Verse 23. 
So you, you get to understand that say, keep your heart with what? I told you with all carefulness. Jesus said, be careful in what you hear. What did Jesus say? Be careful on what you hear. Because by it, you either it decrease or increase. That is why they say the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. So, get to hear good things. Get to work, hear good things. Get to work for good things. Get to think good things. Keep your heart. Your mind will tell you, well, go and steal. Fast, fast, so that you can enjoy your life. It is, is it not against God principle? Huh? You have to. Now, many of us will think that there was one devil that appeared to Jesus and said, I have come, I am devil. If devil appeared to you, would you go back home? Jesus has fasted 40 days, 49. Hunger has come. Read, read it. Hunger has come because there are some times which have experienced that when God gives you fasting, sometimes if it's, it will just, no hunger will not be in your body. Because it's present, it's satisfactory at the point of time. But you will reach a time that it seems to be that the present is no more strong there. The hunger of flesh will dominate it. Even your mind, everything. That is how hunger came upon Jesus. So the devil suggested that to him. And he understands that this is the voice of the devil. But many of us would think that the devil will appear from one place. Say the devil appear like that. So if he appear to you, you know, you know, you run away. You say, ah, you know, you can't go. Bible says he was tempted in all dimensions. In all dimensions. After that one, he leave it for a while. Then he came again. Begin to use women. Use evil women. Use everything in all dimensions of the world without sin. In other words, do not yield the heart to anything. Even human beings were thinking negatively about it because there are sometimes when women will be so close to her that uh, they will not be evil people that say, can this one become a pre prophet? Eh? Ah, look at her, this woman, you understand me? So even the woman that is close to her, we know her as a prostitute. Ah, ah, for that matter. They will this will not be a correct prophet, I'm not sure. You understand me? So. But Jesus' heart is not there. Jesus' heart is with his father. Are you over Is with the father and his word, grafted. So, all those expressing love, true love, you understand them. He responded by true love. Like Mary Madeline, who, who, who was free and then came, do you know, for a woman to use her hair, meaning that I, I can't myself before you nobody. I can't myself before you nobody. If not you, I'm nobody. You understand? So, so he was not sharing that I need peace, I need forgiveness. And if it's, and then it will, the tear will be coming. Jesus stood there. Then he will come and we use our hair to wipe it so that Jesus' leg will not be full with water. You know that if somebody walk, dust will be on the leg. Uh, then he will see kiss the leg again. Uh, Jesus was just looking. People were now having the very mind. Hey! 
Pastor, Pastor. <laughs> pastor, Pastor. Correct prophet. Hey! Hey! I wonder But Jesus, who know who he is and know what the woman was looking for, that they want absolute peace. Then he now said, Your sins are all given. As much as you showed good love for true righteousness. <coughs> so, you will be forgiven. He used the parable like this by telling the, the host, if a man who owe you so 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 a man, and now owe you bigger man, and if you forgive both of them, who will love you more? He said, ha! The one that owe me well well, man, sure. He said, this woman, the same thing. So, all her wrong, wrong doing is what wiped out. So he's a new slave now. He's a clean person. He has never committed any sin again before. Praise the Lord. So, you must keep your heart. You must what? Keep your heart. You must assure your heart. You must speak to your heart. You must speak to your mind. What did God say? So, now, let's see John chapter 3, verse 2 to 3. service to God. Most of us are the same. Even me, I was like that. And I also having the element same, but I'm waiting it more small. Now, he knew, he saw the Jesus life. He saw that Jesus was a different person. Especially. And they cannot doubt that fact. So he came to Jesus. And Jesus, that to know how did Jesus able to live like real child of God. Son of God. Live the life of God that they all preach. We are all is like theory. So Jesus understands the dimension. So Jesus told him that you can't experience the life of God except you have taken the nature of God. If you read further, it went deeper in summary to say for you to become a human being, you must be born what? As a human being. You must carry flesh. Eh? Uh, Sister Chrissy, can one spirit say, Come and marry me? And you're not seeing the person, marry me. Will you marry the person? You can't marry because it's not a human being. Doesn't have flesh. Can't relate. You understand? Doesn't have flesh. So, if you, if you want to do marriage now, you will look for what? You want to have what? Flesh. So, like you as you have. So, that is 
for you to interact, that we eat a bone of flesh is what? Flesh. For you to interact in the physical realm. For you to interact in the realm of the spirit. God, flesh and blood cannot inherit. So it is the spirit. So your spirit must be activated to be alive and connected with God and be acting like God. Acting what? Like God. Before you can experience the life of God. So if you want to be in control, you must have the heart of God, the heart of flesh. The heart of what? Flesh. You must have it. You must have the heart of flesh. So these are the things you must need to. You must have the spirit of God in you to be in charge, to be in control. So if you are not dealing with inside, outside will control you. Are you getting the message? Yes, sir. Your transformation starts from inside. If you can be transformed inside, what will happen? You are in charge. You are what? In charge. So for you to have dominion over the realm of the spirit, you must be born into the realm of the spirit by the spirit of God. Because God is supreme. Now, the problem we normally have is problem of identity. It's problem of what? Identity. Even Jesus faced that problem. So Nicodemus was having the problem of identity. Most of us face it. And most of us carrying it. But as I'm speaking to you, start dealing with it. Because we carry so many wrong mentality that is carrying us into the Christendom and making our life unfruitful. And we must be able to be transformed. So the reality of what I'm saying to you. Jesus have the same share. Let's see first John chapter 4, verse 4. First John chapter 4, verse 4. It's before uh, Revelation. Now, you see, it's a word I've given to you. Now, how did somebody say, What did you read, sir? Ma? He said, You are God's. You are God. yeah, so you are the children of Mosai. You are born into God. You are like God. So, now, if you are like God, what did he say? You have control over all elements. Is it not true? Yes. Over all situations. Is it not true? Over all things. Is it not true? Yes. Therefore, if you have control over them, what are you? Are you not in charge? Yes. Eh? Yes. So, what makes you to be in charge? Because there is something inside you that is higher than them. Yes. And you must recognize that. David recognized that. That's why he able to deal decisively with Goliath. So the Bible is telling you that you are in charge. You saw what Jesus was telling Nicodemus, and see how he related here now, that you are the children of the Messiah. Anyone that is born of God, overcome it. You are, because the greater is he that is in you, than the one that is around outside. The one inside you. Are you listening to me? Eh? The treaty relating is greater than the one outside you. So you will use from inside to control. You don't control the vehicle of a thing. Your life is inside. Your life is what? Inside. It's not this body. Everything is martial from inside. If you want to martial your life from outside, you will enter a problem. Am I right? Yes. You will enter a problem. But you control your life from inside. So 
God is saying, I am inside you. I have made you myself. Therefore, be in what? In charge. So, for your transformation starts from within. So, what are you going to do now? Put this word into your life. That is your transformation. That is what? Your transformation. Let's see more scripture. Now, John chapter 10, verse 30. Honorary John, chapter 10. The other cannot even. I and my father are one. Jesus said, I and my father are one. If you read 31, you see what happened to it. Eh? You see what happened to it? You can read 31 of it. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Mm -hmm. Continue, read. Jesus answered them. Many good works I have showed you from my father. Yes. From for which of those works do you stone me? And continue a little bit. The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for thy blasphemy, and because that thou be a man, make it as a God. You see, what is the problem with the Jews? Yeah? You know over holiness, they worry the most of us. Over holy, holy, you know that. Ah! So, where? Eh? God, you be devil. You be devil. Now, devil won't be like God. And you see what happened to the, the, the devil? You say you are what? Ha! You know, you need to be kid. You don't supposed to be alive. But Jesus recognized who he is. Recognize that he is not just any human being. Are you following? Yes, so, what does he start a transformation from where? Inside. He, so, he said, I am a father, is one. No, we are not inside, we are inside people. We are not separate us. The Jews understand the language very well. When you tell, when somebody say, somebody was talking and say, nothing can happen to me. We say, ah, ah, why are you boasting at that? What boasting? Is boasting of himself? Is it not boasting of God? Is it not boasting of the power of God in him? So let now see something happen to him. Then you now say, Mumu. I told you not to boast. But when you now see that something about to happen to him and you see the thing that will happen to the thing, then you will not know that two to this one is of God. <laughs> Are you listening to me? He recognizes his right. So transformation starts from where? From this side. So, because of time, we already spent over 30 minutes. I will pause. Let one meet again. I will not teach you the keys to transformation. There are keys. I have about eight of them. Keys to transformation. So, and uh, I will pause and then I will say, you can ask me questions. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, we bless your name, we give you glory. You are God Almighty. Speak, the servant hear it. Let your will be done. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We, we want to look at what may hinder you moving to your promised land. 
will be quick on it and is a teaching, in fact, to make you understand that life is full of a predetermined purpose which God has made for you. Well, he has called you for his pleasure. He has called you for his purpose. He has shown you his will. And therefore, therefore, we want you to know what God has called you for. And but sometimes, most cases, and even now, we are not getting to our promised land. What are those things that may cause her not to get to your promised land? So you have a dreams, you have a calling, and those are the things we want to look at that can necessitate one not getting to one promised land. So promised land, it is your purpose. One of the things is here is doubt. Doubt. Doubt is a very powerful factor that can prevent one from moving to the promised land. Let's see Matthew. Um, somebody will read Matthew 14, verse 31. Another person will read 2 Kings 7, verse 1 to 2. Why? And the other person will read Romans 14, verse 23. Romans 14, verse 23. Romans 14, verse 23. Yes, which one are you? Verse 31. Yes. Oh, thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? Yes, oh, thou little faith, where does did that doubt? Now, what happened is about Peter. Now, Peter was called to walk on water, as Jesus did, to show that he is also made to have control over nature. And Peter was demonstrating it, but doubt came. As a result of what he was seeing. And so he began to sink and immediately called upon Jesus. And Jesus swiftly got to him, held him, brought him out so that he will not be sunk on the So in that view timing, what prevented Peter uh, from walking steadily on the water, he dabbed. So we can see this is very key to note and understand in our day-to-day living. So let's read 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 2, or Romans 14, verse 23. 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 2. Then Elijah said, Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord, Tomorrow about this time,
and my this things be and he said be that shall see with their eyes that shall not eat thereof. You see, the man of God, led by the Spirit of God, came up to say, Hear me now, all you know that I'm a man of God. You have tested and proved. This is like in Nigeria case, where things are very high, sky in the inflation. That was how it was, because we were under siege at the point of timing. Life was not enjoyable to them. And the, king, and the man of God said, By this time tomorrow, on Monday, bag of Gary shall be one thousand naira. <laughs> you know, and bag of rice shall be two thousand naira. And I want to tell you, you can buy your vehicle now for one hundred thousand naira. You know, people will say this pastor is mad. This man of God is mad. And they knew him before, say, before you were a man of God, but today I don't believe this one. Even if you got open windows of heaven, you know, go be possible like this. <laughs> something is wrong. So that one, you don't need to argue. So the man of God did something to tell you this is the pattern of life which God has hold. Since you doubt it, you cannot get it. So you say you will see it too. Eh? God will permit you to see it, but you will not participate. And so if you read down, it happened so that when the miracle took place and then they were not selling it in that way, people were not rushing to buy, you know, crowd of it. You just imagine that they have brought rice. Who, rice now is one thousand, one thousand bag of rice. You know, everybody will look and buy bag of rice and the rush will be too much. So that is how and the man who is in charge, who is the economic person, statistic person, Who's in charge? Is the one. So he saw it, and now he's going to give it. And people press him and rush him, and he fell down, and they mash him because people are only interested about their food. They mash him past, so he died there. So he saw it, but he did not participate according to the word of God. So that is how it happened. So what thing that can make you not to reach your promised land is that Romans 14, verse 23. You see, if he said anything you do that is not of faith, it is what a sin. Anybody who allow anything or undertake anything without conviction, without assurance that what you have done just for fulfilling sake or for ceremony sake or for religious sake or for man pleasing sake, you has no conviction. You are not living a you are living a fake life. And so such a thing, you will not go anywhere. You are just only trying to. So anything that you have allowed or you intend to do must be with conviction. So that can prevent you from getting to your promised land. Then the second thing that can prevent you is fear. Fear. Fear can prevent you from getting to your promised land. Let's see Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. Proverbs 29, verse 25. Another person should read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Proverbs 29, verse 25. And verse 7. Another person should see Romans chapter 8, 
verse 15. Which one are you reading? Romans chapter 8, verse 15. 15. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Verse 25. The fear of man bringeth his snare. But whoso put his trust in the Lord shall be saved. All right. You see what you have just read. What bring a trap? What bring a trap to anybody or put you into condition? We are witnessing. Please, I'm teaching very veritably, and let us understand what bring fear or a stoppage, unable to do this is what you fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of what will happen. Fear of this. Fear of that. It makes things not to be what it's supposed to be. And these are key things we need to understand very well. Praise the Lord. Let's see 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, Romans chapter 8, verse 15, and Psalm 27, verse 1 to 3. So where are we reading? Psalm 27. Verse 1 to 3. For God has not given all the spirits of fear. For God has not given all the spirits of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. See, the what God desires that you should be confident, you should be bold, you should be in charge, you should be one who is doing things, not the one that situation dictating or you are working doubtfully or uh, terrifying as if things will not be. These are the things we need to know. So let's summarize Second Timothy 1 verse 7. Somebody read Romans chapter 8 verse 15 and Psalm 27 verse 1 to 3. Romans 8 14. 15. Thank God most of you are parents here and you know very well your children can never be afraid of you. Even as Buhari, as we may say, nobody, none of the children can be afraid of Buhari. They all relate well with you. In that nature and in that understanding, God who have called us wanted to be in charge of our situation. So the spirit he placed in us is a spirit that will give us the confidence of life. And so, if you're having a fearful spirit that makes you unable to do something, it means the work of the devil is on your life. And you quickly deal with it because it's contrary to the spirit of God. It's not about coming to church. It is about you examining who you are at the point of timing. And it's not about whether you have accepted Jesus Christ, 
but the devil is invading. The Bible says, when men sleep, the enemy sows seed. Seeds are the seed that could not be growing to disrupt you from moving to your promise land. Psalm 27, verse 1 to 3. The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Sorry? The Lord is the light of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked... All right. That is a scripture that you need to note. God, David was saying that the Lord is my light. I am not ready to be afraid of anything, no matter whatever the situation causes me, because God is with me. And the Bible says, the word of God declared that if God be for you, who can be against you? So none can be against you. So all you need to understand is to ensure that you are in God and God is in you. And then have that confidence and you will be in charge of all your circumstances. The number three thing that can stop you from moving to your promised land is disobedience. Is disobedience. Disobedience. So quickly, let's see. And if you want to read, take the mic. Let's see Deuteronomy 28, verse 15, and Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. If you have seen, read. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. You see, you see, when you, amen. So here Moses is speaking to the people of, uh, of Israel that this is the consequence of, of what will make happen. That though God has made you to be in charge, as you disobey, as you never obey, so all these things will be the one to be in charge of your life. And this is not this contrary. So if you see circumstances seem to be dictating, ruling, then it means you need to work on those things. It is contrary to the purpose of God. These are the things. So don't disobey instruction. Instruction given by God. God wants you to do it this way. Don't say, I can't do it in that way. Or you feel the way you want to do it. The God will allow circumstances of what control our life. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. And, and the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall, shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the Jew was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make more wise, she took of the food thereof, 
and did it and gave us hope of untold our work with our hands. And he did it. Amen. You see what happened that what we are experiencing today in the world is disobedience. God has set things in order the way it should be. He told them they should not eat what? Of the fruit. And as that happened, now what went wrong is that they partake after persuasion. You know, sometimes we're given instruction, but we say we want to be smart and be wiser, and we go against the instruction, and the consequence will be so alarming. And that is one of those things that happened. So if you are disobedient, it may prevent you from reaching your promise now. So what do we do if you are find yourself to be one of the things you ask God for mercy? And until you get your mercy, and so most of us are people who as if you just press button, God is a remote. Uh, God, forgive me. As if no, you will ask until you are forgiven, until God has shown that uh, he really want to forgive you. So it's not automatic of uh, something. Uh, just ask God. As if God have no will or no feeling. Uh, no, you know, it's just like... Uh, you or your child offend you, eh? and then you are really boiling with anger. Anger. He said that your child will stay away. He say, "Mommy or daddy, I'm hungry. I want you to buy." In fact, he's looking for more trouble. You know what I mean? So, if he, he likes himself, or you just stay away, cool, let the look for what he can do to make sure that the happiness of that person of your parent come back before you cannot make a request of anything that is. Uh, of the upper mode in your mind. Otherwise, the same thing God he created you like Him. So you should understand that something that happened to you is just His nature. God can be happy, God can be angry. So if you go against Him, He will go His word, He cannot change it. So it is only by mercy. And the mercy does not come as fiat, as many people thought, as many people think, as many people hope, as if God is just a remote, you press, you get what you want. God is a person. A person has feeling. He has feeling. You understand me? So he's a person. He's not a thing. He's a person. He has feeling. When you have feeling, you can be happy. You can be what? Angry. Yeah, you get understand. So you cannot think that uh, I just want to God. No, these are the things. So if you are disobedient, you will not get the support of God to get to the promised land, and you'll be devoured by circumstances. Number four point that can prevent you. Failure to ask. Failure to ask. James chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. Somebody should read there. Another person should open to John chapter 16, verse 23 to 24. Another person should open to 2 Samuel 15, verse 30 to 31. Please use the mic we are seeing to read. Where are you reading? James. James chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. Ye lost, and, not, and have not. Ye kill, and desire to have, and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war. Ye have, have not, because ye has not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that it may consume it upon your loss. Yeah. You see, sometimes most things that in, in this world we receive all things, we do not work it out. It is God that gives it to us. So in that view, 
it is necessary that we ask. So most of all, don't get what we want because we don't ask. We don't even believe God. So uh, we believe that we can get it by our own means away. So we want it at all costs in that dimension. And that is why we find ourselves as if we are being denied. And another person, John 16, 23 to 24, or uh, 2 Samuel 15, verse 30 to 31. And in that day, ye shall ask me nonsense. Very, very, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Hitherto, ye have not asked, hitherto, ye have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that a joy may be full. So this is the principle of God. God says, ask and it shall be given to you. So if you don't ask, you don't get. So one thing you want to move to a promised land, you must beg God to endorse it. You must beg God to help. You must beg God to make provision or make all grace abound. So grace comes from him. So if you don't ask, you cannot make it. Then Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 30 to 31. And David went up by the ascent of Mount Olivet, and went as he went up, and wept as he went up, and had his head covered, and he went barefoot, and all the people that was with him covered every man his head, and they went up, weeping as they went up. And one told David, saying, I eat of them. I eat too fat. I eat too fat. It's about the conspiracy of it. I have he, the enemy conspired to really disgrace him, and they were thrown out of that throne or position of his king. So another took his position. But while that was all going, then David knew very well that another of his own allies, that is Ahithophel, uh, had joined uh, the enemy. And he knew very well that Ahithophel knew his secret. Please, all of you listen. Know his secret very, very well. So, and in view of that, he, he cried to God that God, don't allow this man to advise or counsel to work out. You know very well, if somebody have known you very well, you know how to get you to you. So, and they that person that mind to get it to you, you know he will get you. So it's only God in that time that can do it. So David have to cry to God that God don't allow this man cancer to work out. Turn it to what? And that's how it happened. When the man came out with a very terrible good cancer that would destroy David and make Arsenal to become king. God just used somebody to make it look more. He said, it cannot work this time now. And that man have never cancer and failed. So they do not. So the man hung himself. And that is how David was saved because of the prayer of David. So if you want anything, you ask, you pray. Then you so that you can get your promise. Now, especially when you discover situation that is not that is working against your interest. Commit it to God. Number five. 
not joyful. If you are not joyful, it can prevent you from reaching your promised land. Not singing can prevent you from reaching your promised land. Let's see Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47 to 48. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 to 48. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Please quickly, the time is... Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 to 48. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 to 48. Nehemiah. Nehemiah, Nehemiah. Chapter 8, verse 10. Because you are not grateful, you are not joyful, you are not happy, you are not content with God's mercy. So these are the things that will follow. You will not be a servant to your enemy. Enemy will not run over your life. We must be appreciative. We don't know what you don't what you have. You can be taken. You can be taken away. Nehemiah chapter eight verse ten. Nehemiah chapter eight verse ten. Then he said, Then he said unto them. Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and set portion unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be sorry, for the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Why? It's because you must promote it. You must promote it. You must encourage it. You must not allow depression or failure or bad to always overrun your life. This is the only way to gain momentum. This is the only way to gain breakthrough. Uh, if you have also taken the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, the, we are not reading it, but you can note it down. There was a time that Paul and Silas were thrown into the prison for no just cause, for doing good work. But they refused to complain. Rather, they were praising God, rejoicing of God's mercy. And now, what happened? God came down in a very firm manner. He turned the situation around. There was earthquake, and there was uh, uh, the doors were open, so they were honorably treated. Even the people that put them in prison have to beg them, you know, and make them to know. So God turned everything to be against and good be in their favor because of the way the attitude. So sometimes we carry problems upon ourselves as if we are the owner of a problem. But if you don't want, then you need to. Rejoice. So God told the children of Israel that if you don't rejoice, you will not gain what you were supposed to gain. And in view of that, your enemy will be over charge of your life. So let us understand that. Then lastly, let us look at uh, number six point. Negative confession. Read Proverbs 
Negative confession can prevent you. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. Another passage you open to Matthew 12, verse 37. Matthew 12, verse 37. Matthew 12, verse 37. Yes. Proverbs 18, verse 21. No, Proverbs 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and it that loveth shall eat the fruits thereof. So, death and life is in the tongue. So, your tongue can frame life and it can frame death. So, now let's see Matthew 12, verse 37. For by, the, for by their words that shall be justified, and by their words that shall be condemned. So once you are not saying things that are right, you will be, you promise of being on the wrong side. Uh, this my sickness will kill me. We definitely will kill you. But like Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth, and so I will not die like this. Though this body look like this, I'm not going to die. So, and surely he did not die. So, it is the power of your tongue that makes your life what it should be. And so, I will the heart man believe it. And uh, relationship also can actually affect your moving to the promised land. So, and those of you that are not married, be very careful how who you marry so that you always move to the promised land. Otherwise, you will have an eternal battle to fight. And therefore, you will be distracted. So, relationship matter. Whoever you relate with is determined how your life will be. So, uh, and appropriate use of money is also necessary. So, these are the things that we can make to our life what it should be. So, uh, we give room for question and answer uh, for us now. So Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, we bless your name, we give you glory. You are God Almighty. Speak the servant hear it. Let your will be done. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We, we want to look at what may hinder you moving to your promised land. We'll be quick on it, and it's a teaching, in fact, to make you understand that life is full of a predetermined purpose which God has made for you. Well, he has called you for his pleasure. He has called you for his purpose. He has shown you his will. And therefore, therefore, we want you to know what God has called you for. But sometimes, most cases, and even now, we are not getting to our promised land. What are those things that may cause us not to get to your promised land? So, you have a dream, you have a calling, and those are the things we want to look at that can necessitate one not getting to our promised land. So, promised land, it is your purpose. One of the things is here is doubt. Doubt. Doubt 
is a very powerful factor that can prevent one from moving to the promised land. Let's see Matthew. Um, somebody will read Matthew 14, verse 31. Another person will read 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 2. Why? And the other person will read Romans 14, verse 23. Romans 14, verse 23. Romans 14, verse 23. Yes, which one are you? Verse 31. Yes. And immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught it and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Yes, O thou little faith, where did thou doubt? Now, what happened is about Peter. Now, Peter was called to walk on water, as Jesus did, to show that he is also made to have control over nature, and Peter was demonstrating it, but that came as a result of what he was seeing, and so he began to sink and immediately called upon Jesus. Jesus swiftly got to him had him, brought him out so that he will not be sunk on the earth. So in that view timing, what prevented Peter uh, from walking steadily on the water, he dabbed. So we can see this is very key to note and understand in our day-to-day -day living. So let's read 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 1 to 2, or Romans 14, verse 23. Chapter Second Kings, chapter seven, verse one to two. Then Elijah said, "Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord: Tomorrow at all this time, measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gates of Samaria." The king leaned. The king leaned answered. The Lord, the Lord on whose hand his name answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord will make the windows in heaven, might this thing be? And might this thing be? And he said, That shall see with their eyes, that shall not eat thereof. You see, the man of God, led by the Spirit of God, came up to say, Hear me now, all you know that I'm a man of God. You have tested and proved. This is like in Nigeria case where things are very high, sky in the inflation. That was how it was because they were under siege at the point of timing. Life was not enjoyable to them. And the king and the man of God said, By this time tomorrow, on Monday, bag of Gary shall be one thousand naira. You know, a bag of rice shall be 2,000 naira. And I want to tell you, you can buy your vehicle now for 100,000 naira. You know, people will say, this pastor is mad. This man of God is mad. And 
They knew him before. He said, before you were a man of God, but today I don't believe this one. Even if you got open windows of heaven, it's not going to be possible like this. <laughs> something is wrong. So that one, you don't need to argue. So the man of God did something to tell you this is the pattern of life which God has hold. Since you doubt it, you cannot get it. So you say you will see it. Eh? God will permit you to see it, but you will not participate. And so if you read that, it happens so that when the miracle took place, and then they were not selling it in that way. People were not rushing to buy. You know, crowd of it. You just imagine that they have brought rice. Who rice now is one thousand, one thousand bag of rice. You know, everybody will look go and buy bag of rice, and the rush will be too much. So that is how, and the man who is in charge, who is the economic person, statistic person, who is in charge is the one. So he saw it, and now he's going to give it. And people press him and rush him and he fell down and they mash him. Because people are only interested about their food. They march him past, so he died there. So he saw it, but he did not participate according to the word of God. So that is how it happened. So what thing that can make you not to reach your promised land is that. Romans 14, verse 23. You see, if he said anything you do that is not of faith, it is what a sin. Anybody who allow anything or undertake anything without conviction, without assurance that what you have done just for fulfilling sake, or for ceremony sake, or for religious sake, or for man pleasing sake, you have no conviction. You are not living a you are living a fake life, and so such a thing. You will not go anywhere. You are just only trying to. So anything that you have allowed or you intend to do it must be with conviction. So that can prevent you from getting to your promised land. Then the second thing that can prevent you is fear. Fear. Fear can prevent you from getting to your promised land. Let's see Proverbs chapter 29, verse 25. Proverbs 29, verse 25. Another person should read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Proverbs 29, verse 25. 1, verse 7. Another person should see Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Which one are you reading? Romans chapter 8, verse 15. 15. Romans chapter 8, verse 15. Verse 25. Okay. Read, read Proverbs 29, verse 25. Proverbs 29, verse 25. The fear of man bringeth his name, but whoso his trust in the Lord shall be saved. Alright, you see what you have just read. What bring the trap? What bring a trap to anybody 
or put you into condition we are listening. Please, I'm teaching very, veritably, and let us understand what brings fear or a stoppage, unable to do this is what you fear. Fear of the unknown, fear of what will happen, fear of this, fear of that. It makes things not to be what it's supposed to be. And these are key things we need to understand very well. Praise the Lord. Let's see 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, Romans chapter 8, verse 15, and Psalm 27, verse 1 to 3. So where are we reading? Verse 1 to 3. For God has not given all the spirits of fear. For God has not given all the spirits of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. See, the what God desires that you should be confident, you should be bold, you should be in charge. It should be one who is uh, doing things, not the one that situation dictating, or you are walking doubtfully or uh, terrifying as if things will not be. These are the things we need to know. So let's summarize Second Timothy one verse seven. Somebody read Romans chapter eight verse fifteen and Psalm twenty-seven verse one to three. Fifteen. Thank God most of you are parents here and you know very well your children can never be afraid of you. Even as Buhari, as we may say, nobody, none of the children can be afraid of Buhari. They all relate well with you. In that nature and in that understanding, God who have called us wanted to be in charge of our situation. So the spirit he placed in us is a spirit that will give us the confidence of life. And so if you're having a fearful spirit that makes you unable to do something, it means the work of the devil is on your life. And you quickly deal with it because it's contrary to the spirit of God. It's not about coming to church. It is about you examining who you are at the point of timing. And it's not about whether you have accepted Jesus Christ, but the devil is invading. The Bible says, when men sleep, the enemy sows seed. These are the seed that could now be growing to disrupt you from moving to your promise now. Psalm 27, verse 1 to 3. The Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom shall I be afraid? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Sorry? The Lord is the light of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked... Alright, that is a scripture that you need to note. God, yes. David was saying that the Lord is my light. I am not ready to be afraid of anything. No matter whatever the situation circumstances. Because God is with me. And the Bible says, the word of God declared that if God be for you, who can be against you? So none can be against you. So all you need to understand is to ensure that you are in God and God is in you. And then 
you have that confidence and you will be in charge of all your circumstances. The number three thing that can stop you from moving to your promised land is disobedience. Is disobedience. Disobedience. So quickly, let's see. And if you want to read, take the mic. Let's see Deuteronomy 28, verse 15, and Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 15. If you have seen, read. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15. Deuteronomy 28, verse 15. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. You see, you see, when you, amen. So here Moses is speaking to the people of, uh, of Israel that this is the consequence of, of what will make happen. That though God has made you to be in charge, as you disobey, as you never obey, so all these things will be the one to be in charge of your life. And this is not this contrary. So if you see circumstances seem to be dictating, ruling, then it means you need to work on those things. It is contrary to the purpose of God. These are the things. So don't disobey instruction. Instruction given by God. God wants you to do it this way. Don't say, I can't do it in that way. Or you feel the way you want to do it. The God will allow circumstances of what control our life. Genesis chapter 3, verse 4 to 6. And, and the serpent said unto the woman, They shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall, shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make more wise, she took of the fruit thereof, and did it, and gave also unto her husband with her hand, and he did it. Amen. You see, what happened that what we are experiencing today in the world is disobedience. God has set things in order the way it should be. He told them they should not eat what? Of the fruit. And as that happened, now what went wrong is that they partake after persuasion. You know, sometimes we're given instruction, but we say we want to be smart and be wiser, and we go against the instruction, and the consequence will be so alarming. And that is one of those things that happened. So if you are disobedient, it may prevent you from reaching your promised land. So what do we do if you are finding yourself to be one of the things you ask God for mercy? And until you get your mercy, and so most of us are people who as if you just press button, God is a remote. Uh, God, forgive me. As if no, you will ask until you are forgiven, until God has shown that uh, you really want to forgive you. So it's not automatic of uh, something. Uh, just ask God. 
as if God have no will or no feeling. Uh, no, you know, it's just like uh, you, uh, your child offend you. Eh? And then you are really boiling with anger. anger. He said that your child will stay away. He said, Mommy or Daddy, I'm hungry. I want you to buy. In fact, if he's looking for more trouble, you know what I mean? So if he likes himself, or you just stay away, cool, let the take cool, look for what he can do to make sure that the happiness of that person, of your parent, come back before you cannot make a request of anything that is uh, of the upper mode in your mind. Otherwise, the same thing God he created you like Him. So you should understand that something that happened to you is just His nature. God can be happy, God can be angry. So if you go against him, he will go his word, he cannot change it. So it is only by mercy. And the mercy does not come as fiat, as many people thought, as many people think, as many people hope, as if God is just a remote, depressed, you get what you want. God is a person. A person has feeling. He has feeling. You understand me? So he's a person. He's not a thing. He's a person. He has feeling. When you have feeling, you can be happy. You can be what? Angry. Yeah, you get us So you cannot think that uh, I just want to God. No, these are the things. So if you are disobedient, you will not get the support of God to get to the promised land. And you will be devoured by circumstances. Number four point that can prevent you failure to ask. Failure to ask. James chapter 4. Verse 2 to 3, somebody should read there. Another person should open to John chapter 16, verse 23 to 24. Another person should open to 2 Samuel 15, verse 30 to 31. Please use the mic we are seeing to read. Where are you reading? James. James chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. Ye lost, and, not, and have not, ye kill, and desire to have, and cannot obtain, ye fight and war, ye have, have not, because ye has lost, ye has and receive not, because ye has amiss that it may consume it upon your loss. Yeah. You see, sometimes, most things that in, in this world, we receive all things. We do not work it out. It is God that gives it to us. So in that view, it is necessary that we ask. So most of us don't get what we want because we don't ask. We don't even believe God. So uh, we believe that we can get it by our own means away. So we want it at all costs in that dimension. And that is why we find ourselves as if we are being denied. Another person, John 16, 23 to 24, or uh, 2 Samuel 15, verse 30 to 31. And in that day, ye shall ask me nonsense. Very, very, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, we will give it to you. Hitherto, ye have not asked, hitherto, ye have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that our joy may be full. So this is the principle of God. God says, ask and it shall be given to you. So if you don't ask, you don't get. So one thing, you want to move to a promised land, you must beg God to endorse it. You must beg God to help. You must beg God to make provision or make all grace abound. So grace comes from him. So if you don't ask, you cannot make it. Then Second Samuel chapter 15, verse 30 to 31. It says, and David went 
And David went up by the ascent of Mount Olivet and went as he went up. And, and wept as he went up and had his head covered. And he went barefoot. And all the people that was with him covered every man his head. And they went up weeping as they went up. And one told David, saying, Aid of Fed. Aid of Fed. is among the conspirators with Absalom. And David said, O Lord, I pray thee, turn the council. 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 Aid of Fed. Into foolishness. Yeah, you see, what happened is that David has received his own discipline measure and uh, he, the enemy conspired to really disgrace him and they were thrown out of that throne or position of his king. So another took his position. But while that was all going, then David knew very well that another of his own ally, that is uh, Isofer, had joined uh, the enemy. And he knew very well that Ahithophel know his secret. Please, all of you listen. Know his secret very, very well. So, and in view of that, he, he cried to God that God, don't allow this man to advise or cancer to work out. You know very well, if somebody have known you very well, you know how to get you to you. So and they that person that mind to get it to you, you know he will get you. So it's only God in that time that can do it. So David have to cry to God that God don't allow this man cancer to work out. Turn it to what? And that's how it happened. When the man came out with a very terrible good cancer that would destroy David and make Arsenal to become king. God just used somebody to make it look more because it cannot work this time now. And that man have never cancer and fail. So they do not. So the man to hang himself. And that is how David was saved because of the prayer of David. So if you want anything, you ask, you pray. Then you say that you can get your promise. Now, especially when you discover situation that is not that is working against your interest. Commit it to God. Number five. Not joyful. If you're not joyful. It can prevent you from reaching your promised land. Not singing can prevent you from reaching your promised land. Let's see Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 47 to 48. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 to 48. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. Please quickly, that time is... Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 to 48. Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 to 48. Then Nehemiah. Nehemiah, Nehemiah. Chapter 8, verse 10. Continue verse 47 to 48. Therefore, shall thou serve thy enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst, 
and in wickedness, and in wickedness, and in want of all things, and it shall be the yoke of iron upon the neck, until he has destroyed them. You see what God is saying to the people of Israel, and it's to you, the world today, is that you should be grateful to God. You should be what? Grateful to God. And because you are not grateful, you are not joyful, you are not happy, you are not content with God's mercy. So these are the things that will follow. You will not be a servant to your enemy. Enemy will not run over your life. We must be appreciative. We don't know what you don't uh, what you have. You can be taken. You can be taken away. Nehemiah chapter eight verse ten. Nehemiah chapter eight verse ten. Then he said, then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and set portion unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be sorry, for the Lord, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Why? It's because you must promote it. You must promote it. You must encourage it. You must not allow depression or failure or bad to always overrun your life. This is the only way to gain momentum. This is the only way to gain breakthrough. Uh, if you have also taken the book of Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, the, we are not reading it, but you can note it down. It was a time that Paul and Silas were thrown into the prison for no just cause, for doing good work. But they refused to complain. Rather, they were praising God, rejoicing of God's mercy. And now, what happened? God came down in a very firm manner. He turned the situation around. There was earthquake, and there was uh, uh, the doors were open, so they were honorably treated. Even the people that put them in prison have to beg them, you know, and make them to know. So God turned everything to be against and good be in their favor because of the way the attitude. So sometimes we carry problems upon ourselves as if we are the owner of a problem. But if you don't want, then you need to rejoice. So God told the children of Israel that if you don't rejoice, you will not gain what you were supposed to gain. And in view of that, your enemy will be over charge of your life. So let us understand that. Then lastly, let us look at uh, number six point. Negative confession. Real Proverbs. Negative confession can prevent you. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21. Another passage you open to Matthew 12 verse 37. Matthew 12 verse 37. Matthew 12 verse 37. Yes. Proverbs 18 verse 21. No, Proverbs 18, verse 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruits thereof. So death and life is in the tongue. So your tongue can frame life, and it can frame death. So now, let's see Matthew 12, verse 37. For by, the, for by their words that shall be justified, and by their words that shall be condemned. So once you are not saying things that are right, you will be on the promise of being on the wrong side. Uh, this my sickness will kill me. We definitely will kill you. But like Job say, 
I know my Redeemer lived, and so I will not die like this. Do this body look like this? I'm not going to die. So, and surely he did not die. So, it is the power of your tongue that make your life what it should be. And so, I will be hard man believing. And uh, relationship also can actually affect your moving to the promised land. So, and those of you that are not married, be very careful how who you marry, so that you always to move to the promised land. Otherwise, you will have an eternal battle to fight. And therefore, you will be distracted. So, relationship matter. Whoever you relate with is determine how your life will be. So, uh, and appropriate use of money is also necessary. So, these are the things that we can make to our life what it should be. So, uh, we give room for question and answer uh, for us now.